Knoxville Game Design, May 2018, Ludum Dare41 Show Off, with Jacob and Levi. Welcome everyone to Knoxville Game Design for May 2018. We are developers in the Knoxville and East Tennessee area. We get together once a month to talk about game projects and discuss topics in the games industry. Uh, this month currently it's just me. Uh, Dylan's going to be out this month. He's going to be uh, hopefully back next month. Uh, he's planning on doing a talk on text in Unity, so really looking forward to that. Uh, so I'm going to start out. I'm Levi Smith. I'm in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Um, so I'm going to start out with a little bit of viewer mail this month. So first of all, we heard from our good friend Ruth Ann, a uh, longtime Knoxville game design member, been coming to our meetings ever since around uh, 2014. And uh, she said she's, uh, she's doing well. She's had some issues getting into her account and everything. But she said to tell everyone that she said hi and that she's doing well. I think she's been in North Carolina. Um, so glad to hear from Ruth Ann that she's doing well. Um, also got an email from Eric. Uh, he's apparently in Oak Ridge. I'm not going to read all of this, but I think he's just basically asking about our group what we do and what type of games that we develop so uh this group is intended for all game developers of all skill levels uh, from beginners to experts uh, we have people that do game maker uh, a lot of unity developers that's primarily our two engines that we use and uh, our users use in knoxville game design um, some of us have played around with like Itch.io and, or not Itch.io, but Pico 8 <laughs> and some other oddball engines like Stencil and SDL and Allegro and things like that. But yeah, um, we do all sorts of games. We typically don't do VR, anything like that. Um, if there are any VR experts out there, they're welcome to join and talk about uh how they use vr especially if it applies to games i know there was one group in knoxville i'm not sure if they're still meeting but it was called vardnet um so you have to check and see if that group is still going or not um, we have <clears throat> one developer he hasn't <clears throat> showed up to many of our meetings but <clears throat> chad shepherd uh, he does some ar games where you can use your mobile device <clears throat> mobile device and like put a dollar on a table or something and it will detect where the dollar is and then do i think he did like a spin widgets game i think that's what it was called it was like a little fidget spinner and you got points and things like that so yeah we have all sorts of varying levels of expertise in our group i don't think any of our members are uh, uh, experts in everything i think we all know our we're all experts in our one little thing so so I'm going to start out and go into some news, just general gaming news in the games industry. So first of all, we had our Ludum Dare 41 kickoff last month. It was the um, Friday of Ludum Dare. I think it was the, what was it, 22nd, April 22nd, 20, something like that. 
<clears throat> but we all got together at Token Game Tavern. We all had a good time. It was a little bit noisy there, <clears throat> which was a little bit disappointing. Typically, it isn't that loud. I think that we're having some corporate get-together uh, for some company. I'm not sure exactly who that was. <clears throat> I did like the atmosphere there. I mean, it's all gaming-related and everything. Uh, it's just kind of hard to talk with each other with it so loud. Uh, they're doing karaoke and everything. So we'll have to decide next time for the next kickoff whether we want to meet at Token again or just like go back to Panera where we can uh, talk with each other with it out, without it being so loud and everything. But yeah, had a really good turnout. We all had a good time. Uh, so we had three entries submitted for Ludum Dare. Uh, for Ludum Dare. Ludum Dari, <laughs> however you pronounce it, uh, 41, and I'll talk about those in a second. Um, but first of all, Dylan brought this to my attention, Manta May, who's here in Knoxville. Not exactly sure what his real name is, but I think he's an organizer for Codestock. Uh, he said that this company, I'm not sure, Code Tank Labs and Technovation, I'm guessing they're here in Knoxville, um, they're looking to add Unity developers. So if you are a Unity developer looking for uh, a position, you might want to <clears throat> talk with Manta May. Uh, that's his Twitter handle. I'm not sure. It, I guess that, that may be his real name. I'm not sure. But he just has like a, a Darth Vader uh, avatar. <laughs> so I don't really don't even know what he looks like, which is kind of unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, I always recommend using a real picture on Twitter so you know who you're talking to. Um, so a little bit of Unity news. Um, they're going to discontinue support for Mono Develop. For, so for all you Mono Develop fans out there, uh, there may be some hack or something to still use Mono Develop after. I don't know, but it looks like they're all in on Visual Studio now. So, and right after Ludum Dare, uh, Unity 2018.1 was released. Uh, looks like on May 2nd. So, um, it doesn't look like there was much in here that affected me. Um, stuff that I probably won't use, but things that make Unity better. Now, the one thing that I noticed is that. When I do a WebGL build, I typically never did WebGL builds, uh, HTML5, for my Ludum Dari games. But I tried it again this time, and it seemed to be a lot more stable. Um, I know I had issues with collision detections in the past. Um, now, one thing with the new version of Unity 2018, I did notice when I was doing my command line builds, if I use the... There's a... Uh, flag in there um, to like not launch Unity, to only run it by command line. I noticed some issues with the collision detection using that mode. I think it's, yeah, it's called batch mode. It's the batch mode flag. Um, so I don't know. I may like, file a bug report or something for that. But the WebGL build seems to be a lot more stable now. Um, it seems to be just as good as the old Unity web player now. I know in the past when I've done the WebGL build, things didn't exactly look right, or uh, the collision detection didn't work. And sometimes the the music 
didn't exactly play on time. But I think there's like this new IP, I forget what it's called, ILCP compiler that they're using to make the web builds now. Which, so it seems to be a lot more stable. And I'm, I'm pretty impressed with how the web builds uh, are now. But yeah, tons of stuff that they've added in Unity 2018.1. Now, the one thing that I want to look into some more is the new shader editor. I know writing shaders before has been a little bit difficult. Um, basically, you just had to open up a text editor, the built-in text editor, and start writing code, which looks a lot like C code. And if you're not familiar with writing shaders, which me, I'm, I'm not very familiar with writing Unity shader code or any shader code. Uh, so it can be pretty daunting. <laughs> so hopefully this new, yeah, here's this ILTCCP backend for Windows. Um, that's the thing that I think helps, it says for Windows and Mac OS standalone, but I think they use it for WebGL builds as well because whenever I make a WebGL build, I always see the, the ILTCPP <laughs> running there. But yeah, hopefully the new shader interface, I'm, I may take a look at that. The shader builder may do a talk in an upcoming month if I can figure that out. Because uh, it looks very powerful. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier, Dylan Wolf, he wrote a really great article on different ways to handle like displaying text in Unity. So you can go out to dylanwolf.com, check out his website and his articles. I think he's going to be doing, I'm not trying to steal his thunder here, but I think he's going to do an in-depth talk about this next, next month, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I was just also going to say that uh, my old Playmaker games, they, some of those have issues with the new version of Unity 2018. Um, there's this folder, it's like materials, uh, I forget the name of it, but you just got to go into Playmaker. If you download a new version of Playmaker, uh, you got to delete that, uh, that materials folder within, uh, Playmaker, then that usually resolves those problems. So yeah, let's get into the Ludum Dare games. Loading. Okay. Yeah, no hurry. And, Okay. Can you yep. see it? Yep, I see it. Alright, so this is the game. Not the best game in the world, but like a pretty D game in Game Maker, so that's interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really good, especially it seems like you got the controls working a little bit better from since your yeah. boom game. So it felt really fluid whenever I was turning left and right and moving around. Yeah, so how it works is each enemy can only be killed from a certain card which has their number and their color. So the Agent Smith looking guys, they can only be killed with the red three card and the two guy, and the knight guys can only be killed by the four cards, while the two guys can only be killed by the two cards. And you can change which card that you're currently holding by like pick, getting one of those card stacks, right? Yeah. The card stacks like relate to what enemies are around, like, this one will have a two-card. Because originally, I wanted to make it to where it spawn a random bad guy at each spawn point, so then 
it's not always the same and spent found a random card relating to that. But I couldn't figure out how to get that to work. So it's just this. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, I noticed you also had the health meter bar up there. That helps a lot, so you know how much health you have left and how yeah. many hits you can take. And also, yeah. like, there's a, a card with a cross or the one that you're That's showing. That's a health pack. Yeah, so that increases your health back up. Yeah. That's really cool. And you have to go behind here and get the key to escape the evil card maze. Yeah, no, when I first time I played this, I uh, got the key, then I was trying to figure out where to go, but you're just supposed to go back to the beginning, right? Yeah. Originally, I couldn't figure out, I couldn't really figure out how to get him to work as well, but when you're supposed to grab the key, when you go all the way back to the beginning, there's supposed to be this enemy that when you look at him for too long, then he would chase you and kill you. Kind of like, like SCP-96 from... SCP containment breach. Oh, okay. So it was just like this weird white looking thing that would stand here where the, like, he would stand right here. He's still in the code of the game and he'd stand here. And if you looked at him for too long, he'd open his jaw and chase you. Oh, no. So he's like right there at the beginning blocking your way out. Yeah, effective. Basically, is what he's doing. And, well, I can. I actually should probably keep this so I can show you the code on how it's supposed to work. Oh, okay. Is or at least cool? how it's going to. So, do I still have him saved? Okay, there he is. So, they're all called int because they got the actual code from another thing. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just in code. <clears throat> Coded it in or whatever. And so, there is an. So this is the step in which Andrew, which is... Um, are you sharing out your screen right now? I'm just... Yeah, it should camera. be. Uh, you I'm see just, it? No, I just see your camera right now. You just see my camera? I have to... Yeah. Can you share? Share. There you go. Can you see? Uh, I think it's coming up. I see myself right now. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Yes. So there's an alarm here that plays... Or it's supposed to play, like... At a certain point of time, and which if visible equals true, then it sets the or it's supposed to run, makes injury true, and then makes the alarm set. And there's supposed there's a sound from there's a sound that's supposed to play of him screaming as he chases you. Yeah, so an alarm is basically like oh, it gets triggered at a certain yeah. time or at certain intervals, and then it executes this code right here that that. Starts the logic of your enemy. Yeah, and if the angry is true, it'll continue to chase you. Oh, okay. So angry is kind of like he's aggroed. Uh, otherwise, he's just asleep, chilling out. <laughs> yeah. So the sprite, I can show you the sprite. And if you played the game, you would know what that this looks very similar. I call them bad and unbad. So when he's unbad, he just kind of looks like this. Kind of looks all oh, wow. weird. That's pretty and cool. White. And has weird little hands. And so he's not doing anything, just kind of stands there. But when he's angry or bad, he looks like this. Oh, wow. <laughs> and there's an animation where he just moves his feet back and forth. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I could... He's in the game, and he works if I place him down. But I don't know if he'll... 
He works just fine. I just couldn't figure out how to get the key part to work. If you want to yeah. see that, I can yeah, spawn sure. a mineral real quick. It might not. It might just. There might be some errors because I didn't quite test them all the way. That's fine. We wanted to get the spawn in thing to work, which didn't quite work. So I'll put them right here. I think that's really cool how you can lay out your level in 2D. Yeah. And then it automatically generates the 3D world for you. Mm-hmm. So, he's not visible, but if I walk over here and look at him... Oh, there got, he is. Yeah. yeah. Now, that might be that he's instantly aggro, and it's just like at a certain point in time, and I might not run it well enough, but... There he is. He just kind of runs around, and when he's supposed to catch you, you die, but... <laughs> it's, like, all the way. it's like instant death when he gets you. Yeah, because that's how it worked in SCP Containment Breach. He caught you, and you instantly die. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Apparently, he vanishes... Somehow, <laughs> it's because he runs really fast, so he might collide with the wall, and it yeah. doesn't register that he did. So he might have run through the wall and got caught in the wall or something. Just like ran off the game world or something. Yeah, ceased to exist. So that's the game. There's not really much to it. There was this like the secret boss and everything that came at the end, but yeah. I've had that problem too, like things I just couldn't get working and then it gets left on the cutting room floor, but I'd definitely save that and like, you know, work, work it in, in a post compo version or something. Yeah. Cause I figured that it could be just, you're looking at it and there's a point thing, like you can't see and it builds up as you're looking at it and then when it finally works, it plays the sound and he charges at you. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Silent Hill game too, with like the, Game Maker Model Maker thing mm -hmm. allows you to make models and put them in Game Maker. Oh, it, I didn't know that. Yeah, that you can get that. I forgot what it's called, who it's by, but if you just look it up on the internet, you can get models. You can do it with Blender too, and it works the same exact way. Oh, okay, and it works with Game Maker. <laughs> yeah, it works with Game Maker. That's pretty cool. I tried to make a Silent Hill game, and I figured it out mostly, but. I kind of got disinterested in it at the moment. I probably will go back to it eventually, but right now, I know how it works with collisions with certain areas and things. Yeah, I know what our kickoff, uh, I think uh, somebody said you were working on another game for school, for like a project or something? Yeah. It's since the school year's kind of ending soon, it's going to probably be finished. Yeah. Hopefully. It sounds pretty. It sounds like you're staying really busy <laughs> making games. Okay, so that's Card Person Shooter by uh, Jacob. Let me share that out. Uh, definitely go out and check that out. You can find Jacob's game here on our Knoxville Game Design, knoxgamedesign.org site, and just click right there, and that'll take you to Jacob's entry right here and you can download uh, the Windows executable or yeah. the source code right there if you want to see how Jacob made his game. Um, I kind of like the name. I kind of like the story where you cheat in a game of poker and I have to fight your way out of the card lands. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you're just like stuck in there and got to get the key to get out. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I forgot to mention uh, earlier that the theme for Ludum Dare 41 was com- combine two incompatible genres. So, uh, we saw a lot of neat, like, uh, mashup type games. Um, so, taking like, different uh, game styles and putting two game styles together uh, to make a new type of game. So it's all a lot of puzzle games mixed with uh, different types of uh, other games like shooters and and uh, rhythm games and fighting games and things like that. Well, Jacob, I already showed off my game earlier <laughs> and I kind of wrapped it up. But uh, uh, is there anything else you wanted to show off this month? Not really. That's the thing really I have. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is just like a, a short month this month, and uh, I think Dylan's going to be back next month and be talking about uh, displaying text and things like that. So, yeah, really appreciate you getting on and showing off your game. All right, thank you. All right, see you next time. All right, bye. Uh, Joe Miller's entry was called Card Romino, so he actually developed this for both. Ludum Dari 41 and GM 48. I forgot what the GM 48 theme was, but it started at the same on the same day as Ludum Dari. It's just like one hour earlier. Oh, and that's one other thing that I was going to mention. Um, <clears throat> there has been some talk about moving the Ludum Dari start time up by like four hours. So that may like throw a monkey wrench in our kickoffs. Um, because I think that would be like six, five or six Eastern time that they're wanting to move the kickoff time to when the theme is announced. Uh, so we may still get do a get together. It could be later. It could be after the theme announcement. I'm thinking like 7 p.m. That gives enough time for everybody to get off work and things like that. Uh, so yeah, it looks like the theme for GM48 was helpful but harmful. Um... So, yeah, it took place at the same time as Ludum Dari 41. So, it looks like uh, Joe Miller here, he made a little Tetris card game game hybrid. Let me play a little bit of video. So, I did a gameplay video right. And you can find this on my YouTube page. But basically, you just take the cards. These cards are randomly generated. And you pull them over. Uh, into the little play area and they can move your piece to the left move it right by a certain number of squares by four squares or by two you also have cards that rotate the pieces and then you can draw the pieces and he also has this ability to freeze a piece for three seconds I'm not exactly sure how many times you can use that if that's just a one-time use or not but it's pretty difficult. Uh, I was pretty happy when I was able to just complete one line. Um, but yeah, that's Joe's game. Pretty cool game. Recommend checking that out. So my game that I created is called Blocks of Nibiru. This was a, sort of a hybrid between games like Gyrus. I don't know if anybody out there knows about Gyrus. But it was a game where, let's see if I can run this here, <clears throat> where you're kind of on this circle and you can press left or right 
to move your ship kind of like in a circular pattern. But in my game, I have power-ups where you uh, can have multiple ships and you move multiple up to four. So you can move uh, more than one ship around the circular pattern at a, at a time. And you can press forward to move in and press back to move out. Um, so the basic concept, concept of the game is you got these blocks falling down. Very similar to Tetris. Whenever the blocks get to the top of the play area on top to the top of the plane just like in tetris you lose so the objective is to use your ships to shoot these blocks and not let the blocks get to the top of the uh top of the area right there uh, but you do have multiple power-ups as i mentioned earlier you get additional ships um there's a power-up to increase your number of cannons on each ship so you can have one to three cannons on each ship to give you a little bit more firepower. There's a speed power-up, which makes you move faster. Uh, there's bombs, so you can press right mouse when you have a bomb just to clear the entire gameplay area. And then there's a heat reduction. So as you keep shooting your cannon, you got a percentage and over your ship, each ship, and whenever that gets to 100, you get locked out for cooldown for a few seconds. Um... So if you get the heat reduction power up, then uh, it takes a little bit longer to get uh, get to that overheat state, state, which helps out a lot. So yeah, those were three really good games that were developed by Knoxville Game Design. Um, you can check those out at knoxgamedesign.com if you want to see screenshots and descriptions. And we also have time-lapse video. Both Joe and I created time-lapse video. So if you want to see the development of these games that took 48 hours, we compressed those down to like under 10 minutes so you can see the game as they're being created. Um, I was also going to mention I've been updating the forums on uh, Knoxville Game Design, just make it a little bit easier to read. Some of these t fonts were a little bit small, but I did create a couple of posts. If you go to Game Design and Development in the Knox on KnoxGameDesign.org, <clears throat> created one post called Game Development Tools. You can check that out. Um, so if you're just getting started and you want to know some of the tools that we use. I listed all these in the different categories, such as modeling and music. And if, if, if it isn't free, then I put the price right here uh, for each of these tools. So if you're looking to some place to get, just get started, recommend checking out that thread. Also created a new thread called Games Created in Knoxville. Uh, we do have under archives games, but that's just basically all the Ludum Dare games and descriptions of those. But I wanted to get a way to capture every single game that's been created in Knoxville. So I went through all of our members and provided links to pages where you can find each everyone's game. So what I really wanted to do is like to drill down and create a spreadsheet or create like a database table. So you can have a complete listing of games. Uh, so you can order them by creator or game title or by date, things like that. I was also going to mention that uh, I've been working on an old yeah, game we, that I started in 2014 called Archaeology. I picked it back up 
I never really got the heat mapping, terrain heat mapping working correctly. So I went back and this still needs a little bit more work, but it's looking more like the game that I had originally envisioned, uh, where the where more treasure is, you got like the red color, and then where less treasure is, it goes from green to blue. So been working on that a little bit. I think I'll might put a little few more touches on this. Oh, and by the way, you can go to my website. I'm putting more of my games uh, as web games using WebGL uh, up on my site, so you can check that as, out as well. So yeah, I think this is going to be a really short meeting this month. Just wanted to go over uh, the games that had been developed for Ludum Dare last month. And yeah, I think Ludum Dare 41 wraps up. The voting wraps up uh, on Monday. So go out and check out games. Check out and rate games if you haven't already. Um, so yeah, uh, check out all of the group member sites uh, for our regular members. Uh, Joe, Joe Miller's double square LLC.com and Dylan Wolf is DylanWolf.com. We're also on Twitter and other social media. I'm GodTechGrad, LeviDSmith.com. So I think that's going to wrap it up for May 2018. Um, like I said before, Dylan should be back and hopefully telling us more about how to do text in Unity next month. So until uh, so next time, thanks everyone uh, for checking out the video on YouTube. Uh, we're also uh, on iTunes. You can find links for all those on the noxgamedesign.org website. Uh, and also, if you want to get more notifications about when we meet and things that are go that's going on with the group, sign up for the mailing list. It's right here. You just type in your email right there and press subscribe. Um, we're also on, I believe, Google Play and Stitcher as well if you want the audio version of the podcast. So we've got multiple ways to uh, view our content. So anyway, until next month, thanks everyone for listening and watching.